and for my pussy Yolanda. Thank you guys so, so very much. Yeah, it went really well. Yes. I enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> for sure. So, um, family, y'all know how we do. Yes. We always start the show with the what's the tease. Give you on the know. Yes. But as always, we need to give time. We got to give people time to show up. You know, people ain't never on time. We got to give people time to share the video. Because this is the time people can do this. We got to give people time. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to advertise for the other company because, uh, yeah. But, however, this is coffee time. Hey, coffee. You don't need it, but you can share it. Share. Share. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> I do need coffee, too. Right <laughs> I have no idea. So, failure's the deal. We're about to go to a quick break. All right? We're going to play some good music. But while we're doing this, we want you to share the video Tell the good people you tuned in yes. to the Q Crew on E3 Radio. And when we get back, we're going to give y'all those what's the tease. Absolutely. Keep y'all in the know. Y'all and stay close, for real. Y'all don't want to miss Tristan and Biff. It is actually no, bigger. Biff and I. Biff and I, but their names are Tristan. And their right. Name is Biff. right, right. But their but their webpage is called Biff and I. It is. Everything's called Biff and I. Biff and I. <laughs> <laughs> so stay close, family. Out of the shine and the Q Crew. Q Crew. Right here on E3 Radio.
Everybody, you're listening to Anna Deshawn and the Q Crew. Q Crew, Q Crew, right here on E3 Radio. Yeah, welcome back to the show, family. Anna Deshawn and the Q Crew. Q Crew, you know, Queer Radio done right here on E3 Radio, eight o'clock on Thursdays, and we are happy to have y'all tuned in. We always start the show off with the what? Radio what? We always start the show off with the what's the cheese? Come through. So, uh. Keep you in the know about what's going on in the news. Absolutely. So, Radio Wife, you up first. What you got? So, I don't know if you guys heard about this. I actually kind of introduced my radio husband to this because I thought, I ran across the story and I thought it was stupid as hell. Um, and, you know, currently right now in the world of plastic surgery and people want it, and I'm so not against plastic surgery. So, whatever you want to do to improve yourself, absolutely, to make yourself even more beautiful, wonderful, go power to the people. I am all for that if you if you can do that. Absolutely. If you got the power. Well this lady um actually took it a little bit too far. Um her name is Sierra Rose. She's a woman in Texas, Houston, Texas as a matter of fact. She is going to have or she's going through plastic surgery now or I should say she did it on Tuesday. She went through several plastic surgery procedures to look like can you guess? Well you told me Melania Trump. Yeah, I can't believe that. Literally, this lady had rhinoplasty done. She had a Brazilian butt lift. She had an eyelid lift. She had liposuction. All of that done in one day. Yeah, so the story is um, coming up soon to follow on Inside Edition. So you guys look out for that. Her name is Sierra Rose. You can actually Google the story. Um, What I did to put into the Google search was um, woman... What did I put in the Google search? I don't know what you put in it. Woman having plastic surgery to look like Melania. But however, I think my radio husband actually uh, just put the story link into, yeah, into the comments. Check that story out. I thought that was kind of crazy. You know, typically when women go for plastic surgery, you're going for plastic surgery because you want to improve something, you know, a breast lift, you know, liposuction to get rid of some of the fat, a butt lift, you know, because you want that, you know, J-Lo booty or uh, Kim Kardashian booty, however. But to literally go through plastic surgery to look like Melania Trump, that's crazy. That's that's over the top. Now, what I'll say is at least she chose somebody who's, like, beautiful. 
beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and I personally do not find Melania Trump uh, very attractive. I mean, she, I, she, it nah. could be worse. That is worse. I'm not. First of all, Patty K. Patty K. Hey, Patty. Patty, Patty. What up? No. First and foremost, if any woman has had or even researched plastic surgery or any kind of cosmetic surgery, you know, right here and now, it is not cheap. It is very, very expensive. Um, yeah. And so, it, it to, to me, to fathom the fact that you are going to take the time to and actually look like someone else, why not do an improvement on self versus, I mean, I guess that is her way of doing an improvement on self. But she said she wanted to uh, look like the first lady as well. Well, she said she already feels like the first lady. She wanted her inside to match the outside. She has that first lady feel about herself and she wanted to make sure that she looks the part. I can't, I can't, I can't. Maybe some people out there that are watching this live feed, if you could help me understand that. Okay, okay. How about this? If you were to have plastic surgery to look like somebody, not to say that you would, not to say that you would, but let's just say hypothetically you were going to go have plastic surgery to look like somebody, who would it be? The younger version of my mother. Also, 
exceptions, Botox added into her lips? Oh, man. I didn't know Melania had full lips. This lady, I mean, it's going to take a few months. So I can't wait for that inside edition story because it's going to take a few months for all that to heal. Yes, and to do it all in one damn day. It sounds very painful. She has some supportive friends. Yes, Lord, no. Yeah. I know some women who had some cosmetic surgery, and I know they're still recovering. Oh, hell no. Yeah, that's serious. Yeah, no. Check out the link if y'all want to know more about that one. Absolutely. Uh, My what's the tea? I want to give a big up to everyone who was awarded the 30 Under 30 Award by yeah. Wendy City Times. It was, yeah, a lot yeah. of, it was a lot of us on the list uh, who are doing like revolutionary uh, activist support social service work and a couple drag queens that we love the queens uh, from Chicago who were on the 30 Under 30 list. Uh, so you were on that list list a while ago. I was. Absolutely. I am on the list. It's part of, I'm part of the crew. But uh, big ups to them. I love Winnie City Times for always recognizing uh, young folks uh, in the community doing their thing. So um, check out the story. It's a lot of brown folks on there, and we should be proud of that and the work that they're doing. So, Absolutely. Big yeah. up. Absolutely. Much love to Winnie City Times. Yeah. So uh, I know you got another what's the tea. Mm, no. Oh. It ain't necessarily. It, it is. It ain't necessarily a what's the tea, but necessarily just very informative. I don't know if you saw the news where they found a woman naked, dead, in the street. Um, that it was the one we talked about, huh? It was a thirty-five. That wasn't what we talked about. What we talked about? We talked about a lot of stuff. <laughs> that wasn't the one. That's not the. Go ahead though. But yeah, hey, raindrop, drip, drop, drip, drippity drop. Hey. Um, um, yeah, yeah, it is. What did we talk about? But anyway, they did. I'm, I'm just, you know. So hearts go out to, uh, to the family that she still has not been identified. Um, so if anybody knows or has seen the story, it was actually on Fox News, um, early this morning. She was found 3,500 West, uh, Huron, over in that area. Um, mm. she was badly bruised, beaten. Um, and she was, of course, left for dead in the middle of the street. Wow. Just naked. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. What did we talk about? Now I can't remember. I thought you had a tab open about it. That was the tab. No. No, you had another story. I don't remember. It's okay, Radio Life. Yeah. You know, this is what happens. We talked about that whole plastic surgery and whatever thoughts I had. Just kind of went out the door. That's <laughs> all good. Yeah, that was very frustrating. And yes, don't want to. That was my soapbox moment because I just, I don't understand. I mean, so yeah. and family, this is what's going on tonight. I'm glad that y'all are joining us. We are excited. We have uh, Tristan and Biff, um, known as Biff and I, joining us in a few minutes to talk about um, being trans and being pregnant, um, growing their family as two gay dads, and what that looks like, how that go down. Uh, it's going to be a fun show uh, to have them join us and tell their story. Um, <laughs> all right. Tristan and Biff are here. Awesome. Yeah. So let's uh, <coughs> let's get this show rocking. Let's see. Tristan and Biff, are you there? We are. Can you hear us? We can. Yes. Nice. Awesome. All right. Let me try to see if I can add you to the Facebook Live. Okay. <laughs> right, we did this one day, and it took us a few times. All right, it's not letting me add you to the broadcast, Tristan. 
They needed a home, and and we took them in, and it and it really, you know, uh, it really developed into something that we thought was a really beautiful representation of queer family, and so we decided to share that, and we shared it through the longest shortest time, um, in a podcast, and so that's kind of how it started. Yeah, and then that's when people knew who Biff and I was, and now. <laughs> Uh, you all are in the news again um, because Tristan, you are pregnant as a trans man, correct? Yes, that is right. <laughs> um, you know, we really did want to. We wanted to grow our family, and you know, LGBT people. We've kind of been picking up the slack for straight people for a long time. So the way that we became parents, that's not all that new to a lot of LGBT people. Do you know what I mean? Lots of times if an aunt or an uncle or a brother or sister can't take care of their family, we step up, we step in, and that's what happened. And we wanted to grow our family, but in a less chaotic way. That was very stressful. Um, The kids had been through a really hard time before they came to live with us. And we thought, well, we were ready to have another kid. Um, We Adoption and foster for us. That we, we did that, and that was really hard. It's really hard to invite straight people into your life to, like, investigate your job and look at your health records and look at your house. And it costs a lot of money, <laughs> uh, which yeah. we don't have. And, um, you know, we, we really started to think I'm transgender, so I was born female. I transitioned by taking hormones more than 10 years ago. Um, and we kind of looked at our family and realized we actually have everything we, we need, all the parts we need to grow our family ourselves and on our own terms. So I decided to stop taking testosterone, and we went and talked to doctors and stuff, and this has happened a lot of times before. Um, it, you know, lots of other people have been down this road before, and so we decided to take the plunge and try to make our own baby. Oh, that's just let me ask, how are you doing these days? I know you are getting bigger and bigger. (laughs) Gee, thanks. (laughs) I'm sorry. I've been there. I understand. So, you know, you're sharing your body at this point in time. So there's, yeah. So you, yeah, sorry. (laughs) No, no, it's totally fine. I'm just kidding. No, I'm eight months pregnant. So I am, I mean, I am gigantic and it is a, 
it does take a toll on your body. The middle months were pretty fun. Right. Uh, just, it was, you know, it was really exciting, but now it's at the point where it's, you know, it's just awkward and mostly painful. <laughs> right. I was just about to say, it's a lot of getting, uh, a lot of trips to the bathroom at this particular point in time. Yes. And sleeping is not easy. And I just have to like rub, rub my back every night because I'm just like <laughs> always in pain. <laughs> I promise you it gets easier. It does. It really does. Oh, I don't know. Once the baby comes, then we have a baby. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly forever, but here's forever the, and ever. And but ever. here's the thing: the baby, once the baby comes, the baby is no longer you, and the baby will no longer sharing space. The baby will have their own space. Yeah, I can't wait for that. It'll be nice to have it out of my body and and into the bassinet or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I I can only imagine, um, you know. The experience, um, Tristan and Biff, in regards to, you know, appearing as male, right, and being pregnant, uh-huh. uh, and how you, and some of the reactions um, that you receive, and sort of, how has that experience been? Um, how have you been able to handle that piece of it? Yeah, you know, it, it actually has not been as bad as we expected. I think for a couple of reasons. One is that most people don't really like stare at men's bodies and judge them and say things to them about their bodies the way that they do to women. So I think in a lot of ways, people for like the first six months, at least people just thought I had some kind of a beer belly or something. Oh, Um, Oh, that's so funny. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it isn't until really recently that, you know, I've gotten just a couple of strangers who've been like, it, are you pregnant? But until now, it hasn't really been a big thing. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, you make a really good point about that. I mean, men yeah. can get fat and bubbly, and it just goes by the wayside. It just seems right. something normal. Absolutely. Yeah. Women, we gain three pounds, and it's noticeable. And, you know, everybody and their mother is blogging about it, critiquing it, and making you feel like crap. <laughs> And commenting on it, like strangers on the bus. Men feel like they can comment on women's bodies all the time. Nobody said anything about mine, you know, basically ever. So I was pretty safe. (laughs) Well, actually, I think that's pretty great, actually, Um, that you felt safe. You know what I mean? Like that is a – I was figuring that that wasn't the case, and I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and then I – Go ahead. I was just going to say, and then recently, honestly, it's kind of been a little bit of a big deal here in Portland. So lots of times people notice because they like recognize us from an article or something and just think that's cool. And they say, congratulations. And that's pretty much it. It's only on the internet that things have gotten a little bit negative. Oh, got it. Yeah. The internet trolls. Uh, they, they don't have anything to do. Or the cyber bullies. Yeah. That's right who hide behind their uh, keystrokes. So let me ask this question. I know you had said, you know, in your transition um, and becoming trans that you were taking testosterone and you decided to stop to go ahead to, you know, have the baby. 
does the, the testosterone or with the testosterone now affect the fetus, affect the baby? Well, you know, like I said, I did stop taking it, and it's not that different than if you're taking hormonal birth control. Once you stop taking it, it leaves your system and your uterus and everything just kind of kicks back into gear. So there have been enough people who've done this that they've done some research, and it actually doesn't look like there are negative impacts on the fetus or the pregnancy. If there were, we would never, never, never have done it. You know, like we already have kids. We know what a big commitment it is. We take it really seriously. So, you know, we really did a lot of research to make sure this was a smart decision for us to to do. Um, And every part of the pregnancy so far has been totally normal, totally healthy, other than the fact that I I am a man, and that's a little bit unique. (laughs) A little weird. A little bit. Yeah, 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 a little bit. And I think, Vince, was that you? Yeah, it was Vince. Yeah, so are you looking forward to being a, a dad again and sort of, you know, what has been one of the most exciting parts of the whole process and the pregnancy for you? Um, I don't know. You know, I'm 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 the the more even keel one in in the relationship. <laughs> and so I don't there you know there I don't know, it was like a slow building of excitement rather than like a than a real moment. But I would say that this is an exciting stage because Tristan's belly is enormous and, and we'll be, we'll be laying in bed at night and I can look over and see the baby moving. So I can like see some life form moving across his stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Like he was abducted by an alien or something. And so that is, that's pretty cool. great i mean tristan hasn't had any complications any medical issues it's been totally smooth and i think the only things we're dealing with now are just like normal you know normal end of end of pregnancy sort of issues have you tristan have you experienced any braxton hicks contractions as of yet not that i can feel i mean we went to the doctor and they were like oh look you had a contraction but I haven't felt anything yet, and I'm at 27 weeks, so that's supposed to be starting soon. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, it, just, it just feels like a um, – just feels like a cramp. It really does um, for the for the most part. Um, and like you said, you had had a contraction. You didn't know it, but you will know when it's done. Braxton Hicks, just, you, you just kind of feel a little bit of discomfort for a hot second, and then you're like, oh, and then you go back to normal, and when you do go back to your checkup, it's like, oh, did you realize you had a contraction? You're like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was thought it was indigestion, is what I thought. <laughs> totally, but apparently they said that that's okay. I'm not yeah. going to accidentally give birth to a baby in my sleep. I will absolutely know, so that's oh, yeah. good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If you had any, if you had any questions about that, no. You won't give birth to the baby without you knowing about it. Trust me. <laughs> Biff, I'm going to tell you, if I was you, I would try to lift weights as much as possible because when Tristan goes to grab your hand during those contractions, he is going to damn near break it. Yeah. Oh, I'm at, I'm at the gym a few times a week anyways. Okay, well, then that's good. Right. <laughs> You're going to need all of that. You're going to need all of that. <laughs> and, and just know that when Tristan... 
Yeah, he did say that he was not going to judge me for whatever kind of crazy things I do or say during the labor process. <laughs> you are going to have an outer body experience. If you thought uh, that that was aliens that took over Tristan's body, you are going to think it was the invasion of the body snatchers during uh, the labor. You're going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to connect with well, uh that has a question too, and if they come in, then we'll uh we'll we'll get them on the air. But I don't know if we're going to be able to connect them. So, family, here's the deal, right? You can call into the show and ask a question, or you can join us here on Facebook Live if it works. Uh, but the number is six four six four seven eight forty three ninety five, and just hit the number one. You can call into the show and you can ask your question live, or you can type it in the chat if you've got a question as well. Uh, Tristan and Biff are actually on the feed and in the chat on Facebook if you got questions, all right? Absolutely. That's what's up. So have you all been going to, like, the Lamaze classes? And, you know, how so how has that been? Uh, we did go to a birth class that was like a full day birth class and uh, it actually was, I don't, it, you know, I didn't want to go just because I don't, a whole day of training where you sit down and there's a PowerPoint and you, you have to do a meet everybody exercise. Well, it just sounded yeah. terrible to me, but, yeah. but it actually turned out really good. There's a lot of things I didn't know, uh, which should be no surprise to anybody since I'm a gay man. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of things I didn't know, and I definitely feel a bit more prepared after that class. Okay. Awesome. Are y'all going to do, like, natural childbirth? Are you going to do, like, I know. Hell to the no. <laughs> Thank you. I was, I was just about to say, Tristan, if you had your choice, take some drugs. Please. Have them drugs, drugs, drugs. <laughs> I feel like I'm not trying to impress anybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to survive and not be traumatized. That's my goal. Right. Well, you've done that. You have impressed people. Uh, just, just, and you're a role model, you know, probably for a lot of trans men out there who, you know, may have thought about it, may not have thought about it, uh, just in general. So, you know, you're right. You don't have to, you know, <laughs> do anything else. Um, giving birth to a healthy baby. Now, question, do we know what the baby is? Have we revealed the Yes, baby? he's a, as, as far as we know, he's a boy. All right. All right. That's awesome. How do the kids feel about uh, having a, a new brother on the way? Well, I think that I think they feel like most other kids feel where they're they're like a little bit nervous about it, but then but then they're a little bit excited. Um, I think you know we have a nine year old boy and six year old girl, and I think that our girl is going to be a little not so much excited when she realizes she's not she's not queen of the house anymore she's not the um, baby anymore so <laughs> well technically she still is the queen she is the only that's, girl that's why we told her when we found out it was a boy she was really upset and we we're like no 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 this is actually good for you <laughs> <laughs> right oh was she looking forward to a little sister? Probably. I think theoretically, but not really. Do you know what I mean? Our son is like, well, our son is like, well, how long before he can play soccer with me? 
And we're like, uh, kind of a long time. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to take a minute. Yeah. Yeah. By the time yeah. we play soccer with him, the other one will probably be in high school. And, you know, hanging out with the little brother is not going to even be an option. Right. Absolutely. But, yeah. but, you know, when they're nine, they don't ever imagine that they won't be exactly like they are this second. You know what I mean? Right. They, you can't right. explain to them. You're probably not going to be into soccer even in six months. Right. No, in his mind, he will always like whatever he likes today. He's always going to like Pokemon and Legos and soccer. You know, you, he just doesn't ever. know. Yeah. Yeah. Forever and ever. Right? I have another question for you all about the, just the pregnancy piece and, um, and conceiving. Like, did it take a long time um, for you all to conceive, or was it just like, Bam! I'm pregnant. <laughs> uh, it did not take a long time. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, we had a miscarriage with the first pregnancy, and that actually happened. Like, Tristan went off testosterone. We agreed that we would start trying when his cycle came back, and his cycle never came back. He just got pregnant. So it was oh. like the first time that he had a cycle, I guess, is when he got pregnant that time. Um. Uh-huh. And and then afterwards, we only tried for a few months. I mean, I hear some people have to do, like, a couple of years or, you know, all kinds of things, but we we didn't. I guess well, Jesus wanted us to have a baby. Right. Jesus said yes. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. All right. Do we have a name for the little peanut? We do, but we're not going to tell anybody because we don't want to – we don't want to have to face anybody's judgment. So once the baby's born, then we'll tell everyone what the name is. That's sort of the rule in my my whole family. All the kids that have been born, my sisters, us, you just keep it to yourself, and that way you don't have to hear someone be like, oh, my ex- mm-hmm. exactly, my ex-boyfriend from high school had that name, and he was a jerk. You know, who cares? <laughs> Here's the thing. Your kid, your, whatever you choose to name the baby, it's still you. It's not them. I mean, I get it. You know, people have passed judgment when I named my son, although I was I was personally opposed to it. I just decided that, hey, well, forget it. I'm going to kind of name him after his father. <laughs> it was a thing to do at that time. What would uh-huh. you name him? His name is Kenny. Well, that's good. That's a nice classic name. Right. It's classic. Absolutely. My thought process was, when he filled out a resume, I wanted it to be a classic name so people could not determine. You know, people pretty much are very, very judgmental um, as is. So on his resume, it could just be as classic. So people couldn't mm-hmm. determine or discriminate against the fact that his name was not uh, Lorindo or, you know, uh, Jacques Gouda, something like that, something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this lady, man. <laughs> that should be that should be their middle name. There you go. Jacques Gouda. Jacques Gouda. Jacques Gouda. How do you even spell that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's good. This lady. Now, Tristan and Biff, if I see Jacques Gouda as the baby's name, I'm going to give my prop. I'm going to give my prop. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We'll send you some kind of a check for letting us use that awesome name. No, I'm, I'm, you 
didn't want to check. I would just want plenty of pictures. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's all. Great. Good. All right. Will do. <laughs> This is so funny. Uh, so, <laughs> I was also, you know, people always talk about cravings and stuff like that. Like, yeah. uh, Viv, have you had to run out the house to get something like pickles and ice cream? Uh, not, no, not actually, but I have had to run out just to get, you know, like heartburn medication <laughs> ah. <laughs> or or things like that. Um, but no, but you know, when I'm at this when I grocery shop, I just text Tristan and say, what, what do you want me to get? And then he'll, <laughs> he'll tell me. Plus, I'm actually the, the eater, the snacker in the house. So, so I always have lots of things around. I was going to say, and I've heard that, is that the mate take on the pregnancy craving versus the actual person that's pregnant. Really? And they tend to, and they tend to gain just about as much weight as, as, uh, as the person who's carrying Oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've been staying at the gym. <laughs> I, I mean, I've lost weight during this pregnancy, so I'm I'm good. We've actually gone in opposite directions. So as I've been putting on weight, he's been trying to exercise and get off weight. So I think maybe a month ago we met in the middle and we weighed the same amount, but then ah. I kept gaining. <laughs> <laughs> and you surpassed him quickly. <laughs> Yep, and um, I've always been the skinny one, and so now instead of having to buy pregnancy clothes, I've just been wearing his clothes. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, my, uh, so I just luckily wear his outfit. Like my clothes, so I'm good. Uh, <laughs> All right, we got a question here from one of our. Uh, one of our listeners, um, how have you guys dealt with explaining to your kids that dad is pregnant given societal norms and expectations? Question. Well, I don't, so I think it's important to remember that our kids don't have those societal norms and expectations because okay. they're, they're being raised by us. <laughs> so <laughs> the way that, the way that they see it, uh, it's, it's a perfectly understandable thing. And, you know, when we've always talked with the kids openly about bodies, about sex, um, we've talked to them about how babies are made and born. And uh, there's actually a really great book that we always recommend called What Makes a Baby. And, and it talks about, it talks about the, the fact that you need a sperm, you need an egg, and you need the uterus, um, wherever that comes from or whoever that belongs to, and then you can make a baby. And so the kids knew that, that that's kind of how it happens. They don't, they don't know how the sperm gets to the egg <laughs> yet, but <laughs> they know that it needs to meet the egg and then, then the baby comes. But um, so we've just kind of told them that. And, you know, they, they are aware or cognizant in some ways of how other people might see it. And so, like, our, our daughter's really just, like, super proud of, of it in some ways where she just tells everybody all the time. Um, she told her whole class at school, and, and her class kept coming up to me saying, are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? <laughs> and then, you know, her other dad is pregnant. Um, but then our son didn't really want people to know. He was afraid that people would make fun of him. So he just asked, you know. And we just have a policy with the, with the kids that they get to tell their story how they want to tell it. And if they're not comfortable sharing with their friends something, they don't they don't have to share that. Um, okay. And so that's kind of how we've we've approached it. 
Um, and believe it or not, the you know most of the kids' friends' parents know about us. I mean, we've we've been around the news quite enough that people just know, and mm-hmm. uh, and nobody nobody seems to care really. Mm-hmm. Um, it does break my heart to think that they could possibly come up against somebody that would say something mean to them or or make them feel bad. But um, you know, but I I don't know. Maybe everybody deals with that problem. Yeah, even, you know, just being gay or lesbian, um, you deal with that, especially when you have, when you are raising children and this is your lifestyle, so you're going to come across that, Um, and you just handle it the best way you know how, and, you know, take it as it comes. Unfortunately, things like that doesn't come with a an instructional book (laughs) to tell you. I don't think Dr. Spock thought that far when he came up with his (laughs) philosophies. Um, but however, you know, your parenting style is your parenting style. As long as the kids are happy and they're loving and they're at, and you're teaching them acceptance, that's all that really matters. And everybody else will just kind of pattern after them. Good advice, mom. And I guess, and yeah, like you, like you said, you know, any kind of family can come up against discrimination and in in a way, like we face that already in our lives, yeah. it's kind of like we don't necessarily see that that's a horrible thing. It's part of how you learn to be strong, and it's part of how you learn to be resilient. And we're not going to not live our lives because of somebody else's bigotry or hatred. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, here's the thing. What I've come to see is that society wants us, you know, in general, the LGBTQ a community to go back in the closet. Well, I'm sorry, we're out. Um, and we are very, very much proud of our lives and proud of our families. And we are doing the same things um, as what they think the normal people are doing. Because um, in our eyes, we are normal. This is this is our normal. Hmm. Yeah, it was funny. Yesterday, this guy from, this French guy from a French magazine, like, came and interviewed us. And he was sitting down with us, and he was like, you know, I thought it would be weird meeting a man who's pregnant, but now that I'm here, you guys are just like just like a normal family having a baby. And I'm like, yes, we're not sure why we've gotten all this attention because, <laughs> yes, we're two men having a baby, but in some ways it is just it is just normal. Nobody asks anybody else, why did you want to have a baby? Why did you want to become a parent? Do you know what I mean? The same reasons everybody else did. Yeah. Well, well yeah, here's, exactly. the, here's the thing, guys. You guys actually chose that. So, I mean, you guys are already in a loving relationship, and you guys decided to go ahead and grow the family. How some babies are born, it's a drunken night. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so how they're this, conceived. Right. So, this, right, that's how they're <laughs> But this, right. this this child is being brought into the world, you know, with two loving parents um, who made the, the conscious decision that this is what we wanted to do, this is our choice, and, you know, we want to give, we have so much love to give that we want to share with, you know, a third person. So, yeah. And uh, before, I know you've joined us for a little bit, I know we're going to close out in a, little, in a few minutes, but I had a couple more things. One was, I watched the video, Tristan, that you posted on the website. Like, uh, I think you said the title was like "Man and Pregnant WTF" or something like that. Yeah. And in that video, you talk about 
um, what people have to do is really break down their social, the social norms of what they think or why they think people transition in the first place. And I thought that that was just really on point because I think people have an idea of why they think people um, like not happy with their bodies and um, want to appear a different way and they have these assumptions. And you really broke it down in a really, really um, enlightening. It was it, very, it was in a very straightforward, easy to receive type of way. And um, I just want to say thank you for that video. I think it's really, really dope um, the way that you really just put everything out there and made it very clear for folks um, that your experience is that I still love my body right. and I still love. I, I love being a man, and I'm okay with my uterus, and I think that that was just dope. Right. I, I love that. Because um, for me, you know, how I came about uh, understanding trans was the same exact way how you said that, you know, I dated a person that was going through the transition, and unfortunately, I wasn't given the option. It was, I don't like my body. I need to match my mental state with what my body is, and I'm not there. So that has always been my understanding. But when you said it, when I saw your video, I was like, okay, this is different. Now I understand. You know, most people come in contact, and I guess for me it was a, it was a little, it was naive, and it was it was very educational. And it's naive in the sense that that's what I thought prior to until seeing your video. Then it became very educational, like, okay, this is different. All right, now I understand. Yeah, and I think that for me, that's part of why we wanted to tell our story is because, you know, we've always heard that that's what it means to be transgender is that like, okay, you're born female, you identify as a man, and then you transition and then you just try to be like every other man. And for me, I felt like, I don't know, it, it maybe it's time for us to just start to expand what we think it means to be transgender. For a lot of people, that totally is true. And like, I don't ever want to negate that. But for people like me, that's not true. Like, no offense to, you know, dudes who are not transgender, but I don't want to be just like them. I think it's really a blessing to have been born who I am, and I feel like it's okay to embrace it, and I don't have to pretend like I'm not trans to be taken seriously as a, as a man, I guess. And I think that's awesome. I think um, just knowing folks who have transitioned, and, and everyone has their own story in their own way, um, lots of folks feel like, you know, not being out as trans is a safe place to be. Um, yeah. And, you know, and you are actually on the opposite end of the spectrum and saying, I think having my trans identity is exactly what, you know, I'm supposed to be and embracing that um, in a different way. And I thought that was really, really refreshing. Well, um, thanks. Yeah, I really well, thanks. Right. Well, okay. You're welcome. And, and Tristan, actually, I would love for you to come back on the show after you've had the baby, after you've kind of gotten some sleep, because, you know, maybe three, four months, you're not still not going to get any sleep, um, even after the baby is born, to be able to, so we can have that open dialogue about that conversation, because there are a lot of people um, on just in general who are confused about you know, trans and the some of the, the the stereotypes that occur. And I like Anna said, again, seeing that video was very, very enlightening. And maybe breaking down those I think if we I think if people understood better, they would know better. And they would try to do better. But instead people put up this this 
wall or this and just think, well, you know, hey, just like you say, if you if you, this is how you were born, then you know, okay, great. And and some people and some trans are very angry because they feel like, look, you don't need to know my story. So I, I appreciate the fact that you were extremely open about your story. Yeah, I'm glad y'all are sharing it. So people may not know where to follow y'all. So can y'all tell people where they can like stay in touch and follow the story and follow what you all are doing? Yeah, I mean, if you just like, um, if you just search Biff and I, and that's just B-I-F-F and I, um, on Facebook, that's our page. And so we've just been doing our best to just kind of tell people a little bit about what we're up to at each different stage. Um, so that's really the best way to follow us. And then we're the same Biff and I on Instagram, which I'll be honest, I'm still trying to figure out Instagram. I don't know if I'm doing it right, but I'm fine <laughs> with all the hashtags. So that's the best way to keep up with us. And after baby's born, that's probably where we'll we'll share the the first first couple photos. Yay. I can't wait to be your mommy. I can't wait. Right. I can't wait. Right. I can't wait either. Because I'm gonna be the one that makes fun. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's thank like, you so much for coming on. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe if you all stay connected to the Facebook, maybe we can figure out if we can get you on there. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. After the fact. Yeah. Right. I don't understand. We made it work last time. Why isn't it working? <laughs> I know. It's so finicky. Oh goodness. <laughs> it's, it's only it's only Anna. It's it's Anna. It's not you. It's her. Don't don't worry about it. She had she had a radio wife. <laughs> Yes, I'm just saying. Don't worry about it. It's like a it's like a relationship. She can't seem to get that that part of the technology correct. <laughs> Don't listen. Don't listen. Thank y'all again for joining us tonight. All Thank right. You. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye. <laughs> I forgot to ask when the due date was. Uh, July. Tristan is due in July. Okay. Yeah. Eight months. He's eight months pregnant, so I can't, man, I can't wait to be pregnant. It's going to be great. Ooh, yeah. Where my wife at? It's going to be wonderful. On the phone. It's going to be wonderful. God, where did the time go? We have six minutes left in the show. (laughs) Family, next week, we're we're not going to be here next week. We're not going to be here. Uh, We're getting ready to go out of town. It's going to be the fourth. We'll be back first week, first Thursday in July. With a whole new series of shows, and we're excited about that. We're excited that we're broadcasting from E3 Radio's page, and that's what we're going to be doing and saying doing this thing here. Uh, and so we're excited that y'all are joining us. Please share the show. Uh, Biff and Tristan have such a wonderful story of love, and I think that they absolutely break down so many walls and misconceptions absolutely. and barriers, and they're just so sweet. Uh, and so uh, definitely share the show and let people know that you tuned in. E3 needs to go to, or- I think they're in Oregon. E- we need to go there. Go to Portland? Portland, yeah. We know people in Portland. We do, do we? We do. Huh. Yeah, we need to go. So, uh, family, y'all know how we do. Always ending the show with the weekcast. Tell yeah. y'all about what's going on in the city of the shy. And y'all know this is Pride Parade weekend. So Sunday, all it's going to be like all the gays. And even those who are pretending to be gay will be out. And all the straight allies, they love they some gay pride parade. Mm-hmm. I, I saw this really great article about, like, 
10 things straight people need to consider during Pride. And Which I is. thought that was really good. One of them was like, be respectful. Absolutely. Uh, I can't remember all the other ones, but yeah, it was well, that's, good. That, that's the number one. It was good because they know they'd be out there fronting. Yeah. It'd be like it's like the straight parade. Yeah. They love the kinks. They do. So that is one of the largest, largest parades in the city of Chicago. They got a lot of rules this year, though. So get out there early if you're going on Sunday because there's a lot of barriers to changing where media can be, all types of stuff this year. Yeah. So. Uh, you guys be safe. I won't be there. Yeah, I might go out there. I know I just love being with the gang. Yeah, it would be great if we didn't have the crazies that try to participate and do crazy things. Because I think people think at that point in time, these crazies out here think that just because it is Gay Pride Weekend and on Gay Pride Sunday that we have let our guard down because we are at that moment just expressing a whole lot of love. I don't know. I'm a guard out with it. Yeah. I'm the Right. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on this weekend? People are pre-partying. Right, they are. So uh, the taste is having an all-white party tomorrow with Trina Chula. Trina. Right. So they doing a pre-party kickoff. So if you guys are in the mood to party and get your pride on, go ahead and do that. I mean, I know. Uh, I think Girl Crush uh, is doing. This is Girl Crush Pride or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a lot of gay stuff going on. We could yeah. All you got to do is Facebook it, Google it. Yeah. Um, Coco Montrese is going to be at Center on Halstead tomorrow at 530. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season finale. You can go up to Lakeview Rewired and watch that. Uh, Slow Mo. Slow Mo. This is my homie, Kristen Kaza. She is doing a huge queer pride ball in bloom. Man, I need a, I need a floral outfit. That's what the whole thing is, floral. I don't think, uh, I, I think you'd be okay if you wore a flower on your lapel. You think you don't, so? Yeah, I, I don't think you need to come in bloom. That 90 seconds left. Uh, but this is at Michelle's Ballroom, 2800 West Belmont, 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, Christmas Kaza slow-mo parties have been rated in Chicago readers as the best LGBTQ party in Chicago. Absolutely. I think like three or four years running. They play R&B music all night. Oh, no, R&B. It be killing it. So yeah. uh, check out Kristen's uh, party, Slow Mo, tomorrow night, Michelle's Ballroom. It's also, if you like food in Chicago, the Food Truck Festival is going down this weekend in the South Loop. Yeah. Um, that's always a good time. I like that lobster truck. Check that out. It's always good. And guess what? Oh. I may be bartending. Oh, all right. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. And then we got the Dyke March. Yo, if you like to march, this is a great uh, march for queer folks, trans folks, people of color. And there's always vendors. Um, and it's going to be in Little Village, Village this year. So if you're interested in doing that walk, it's Saturday at 2 o'clock, at, starting at Little Village Elementary School. All right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. much going on. I hope y'all get it in. I hope y'all enjoy Pride. And we'll be back in two weeks. Yes. And the Sean and the Q Crew. Q Crew. Right here on AC Radio, family. We love y'all. What you trying to be? The queen on the pond. E3 Radio, the real and the top. Hologram song, frequency gum. Locked with the Q crew and Anna Deshaun. Spinning on your ear. Who you want to hear? Peace to my people who be all out queer. Funny motivation, community cheers. Online radio, turn up your gear. I'm regular, baby. Yeah.
because the mother channel see through. Tuning in, family. Yes. We'll be back in two weeks. Yes. All right.